let's look at some of these traits uh, that we have and even as we look at them I'm not saying that this is the whole thing but it's important uh, because these traits uh, these key traits uh, provide uh, a foundation uh, you know this class is called foundations of leadership and so these traits provide a foundation for effective leadership if you want to have effective leadership you must or you need to begin to look at these traits and whichever one is missing in your life begin to apply it begin to sharpen it begin to invest in it until you acquire this and you become that kind of leader all right so they provide a foundation for effective leadership all right so it's also important to notice that the importance of these traits may vary based on the context and specific role so you may there are places that you may require to put up these traits and there are places that you don't really have to you don't really have to put up or to have these traits but as a leader it is important to do the best that you can to be able to have these traits so the number one very key and important trait that is very important to cultivate in life or as a leader is intelligence this is an important trait for effective leadership and, and let me say this whenever you are in a leadership forum uh, you know in this life you will find yourself there are times you will be leading there are times you will be led uh, and there are times you'll be playing both roles at the same time you are leading and at the same time you're being led and when you're in these situations where you are being led where you are a follower it is very very difficult to follow someone who has low intelligence in terms of knowing it is very difficult especially if you know and they don't know it is so difficult to follow that kind of a person so just imagine you are the leader and you are leading someone who knows more than you do and that in itself destroys your leadership credibility because you don't have intelligence and so one of the traits that is so key and intelligence refers uh, to the ability to think critically the ability to think critically the ability to solve problems and the ability to make informed decisions so there is thinking there is solving and there is deciding okay or you can say there is thinking there are problems and there are decisions and all these three things require you to be intelligent okay it also involves the ability to analyze complex situations complex situations understand different perspectives and develop innovative strategies now complex situations will come as long as you're leading but then there is now the challenge of understanding different perspectives in other words one of the questions i would ask you is why do you think you are right as a leader and the other person is wrong 
and why do you think you are wrong as a leader and the other person is right how you answer that question shows your intelligence i think i am wrong because of this i think i'm right because of this and one of the things is that we are not always right as leaders we could be wrong and tuesday i said as leaders we don't have the panoramic view we can't see everything at once we can only see one thing at a time and therefore we need people around us who are also intelligent people who can view things but at the same time we also must be able to accommodate different views and different perspectives let us not become the kind of leaders who say it is my way or the highway or my way and my way okay there are other people who have also very nice ideas and brilliant ideas and the ability that we have as leaders to bring these different perspectives together displays intelligence okay and the last thing about intelligence is that the leader is curious uh, intellectually curious there is a curiosity in him open to learning and capable of adapting to changing circumstances now the other question i have is how do you gain intelligence how do you increase your intelligence you do that by reading that's the first thing read read books to increase your capacity and your intelligence read books read your bible okay there are so many examples and good examples from the bible about leadership not just reading but reading and retaining what you are reading it is one thing to just read a book to finish it it is another thing to read a book and actually retain what you are reading and be able to explain that without referring to the book and i tell you there are so many nice books on personal development personal leadership development there are so many wonderful books that you can get out there other than academic books because what we are doing now is more academic uh, there are exams to come there are all these that's why we are looking at traits and theories and what because this is an academic study but then you can have your own self study or what we call self education where you begin to buy books for yourself and begin to invest in yourself and begin to study for yourself and some of the most wonderful books are books like uh, Uh, 21 irrefutable laws of leadership by John Maxwell you read that book and you begin to understand what what makes leaders and what makes other people want to follow you as a leader so he's talking about traits and he's one of the guys who have really written widely about traits there's another one called the in, uh, in dis, uh, um, indispensable qualities of a leader by the same author John Maxwell and there are many other authors that you can study on and just see how leadership works but the first thing is intelligence now number 2 confidence it is impossible to lead if you are not confident that you can lead if you don't have the confidence to lead you cannot become a leader this is confidence when i say confidence i'm talking about self confidence it is where you exude confidence and people can see it people can see whether you are confident or you are wobbly 
and shaky in terms of uh, your leading? Are you speaking to them uh, confidently? People can hear your voice when you're not confident. When you're speaking and your voice is shaking, people can hear it. People can hear you. So confidence, uh, this is the belief in one's abilities and judgment. You remember the parable of the talents in the book of Matthew uh, chapter 5 uh, from verse 14. And Jesus gives a parable, a very nice parable. And he says, there, are, uh, there was a king or a master and there were three people. And this king comes and gives these three people talents. And the Bible says that he did this and he gave them according, each according to their ability. Ability. So he didn't ask them, he didn't ask them, can you do this? Can you fulfill this? He gave each one according to their ability. And so there was one person who was not confident enough. And when the master returned and he asked them, where, is the, where are the talents that I gave you? And to the one he had given five, he said, you gave me five, and look, I have made ten. And the other one, he said, you gave me two, and I have made four. But then there was this one who lacked in confidence, and he said, Lord, I knew you are a man who loves reaping where he has, he has not sown. And so I went and I hid this talent. That was lack of confidence. It is, he didn't believe in his own abilities because the Bible says he was given this talent according to his ability. Confident, uh, when you are confident, you inspire trust and create a positive environment around you. When you are confident in yourself, you inspire trust among the people that you are leading. And you know, you are self-assured, you are assertive and willing to take risks. Uh, confidence enables you to make difficult decisions, to overcome obstacles, and to motivate others towards shared goals. Now, recently, King Charles was coronated to become king. Uh, but when you read the story of King Charles, you begin to understand what I'm talking about when I say confidence. His father, Prince Charles, was not very nice to King, to the to King Charles. Uh, sorry, Prince Philip. He was not very nice to King Charles. He was so um, uh, he was this kind of a person who never had any good thing to say about his son. And so even as he began, uh, you know, to uh, to mentor him or to push him, the way he did it was so rough that. Charles, instead of developing confidence, he was developing, uh, he, he, he lacked the self-assurances. He wasn't confident. He couldn't overcome obstacles, you know, because of his overbearing father. His mother, the queen, was not very present in his life. From a very young age, we study that uh, story, from a very young age, Prince Charles grew up without the presence of his parents, okay? And so that's already a problem. And, and one of the reasons they traced back was because uh, king, uh, the one who was supposed to become king uh, abdicated his throne. And so his brother, uh, Elizabeth's grandfather, abdicated the throne. Sorry, uncle abdicated the throne. And so Elizabeth's father had to become the king. Uh, he wasn't prepared to be king. And so uh, when he became king, uh, he had confidence issues. He had a speech impediment. Uh, that is King George VI. 
he had a speech impediment and he died at the age of 56 because of the pressures of being king and Elizabeth becomes queen when she was very young she was not born to be queen that's the other thing and therefore when she becomes queen she doesn't know how to handle this whole thing and at the same time at a very young age she becomes a mother to Charles and so him and his and her husband Prince uh, uh, Elizabeth and Prince Philip they begin to travel the world and King Charles was raised by nannies and that is where now his confidence began uh, you know was took a hit until he traveled to uh, to Australia when he was around the age of 18 19 and it was in Australia that his confidence that the, the, uh, he began to build on his confidence even in interacting with people so what i'm saying is you've got to find out are you confident enough do you trust <coughs> and believe in your abilities and in your judgment or do you doubt yourself number 3 integrity so let me repeat uh, sorry let me repeat the definition for confidence on behalf of greg it is the belief in one's abilities and judgments okay the belief in one's confidence uh, in one's abilities and judgments and as a leader you you uh, you inspire trust and you create a positive environment when you are confident. Uh, you know, President Moy, uh, Daniel Moy, in 1982, uh, was almost overthrown through a coup. And, and uh, they said that he must, uh, when they were driving him from Nakuru, they told him he must exude confidence as if everything was okay. You know, and so that's what he did. He exuded confidence. Everything is okay. And when Kenyans in 1982 had him speak, they were filled with hope and filled with a lot of confidence because they could see their leader was confident. Never show your side that is not confident about anything as a leader. Because what you project to the people is what the people become. If you project confidence, they become confident. If you, be, if, you, uh, uh, if you inspire fear, if you project fear, they become fearful, okay? Because as a leader, you are expected to see beyond the things that the people you lead can see, all right? Number three quality or trait is integrity. Integrity. This is the trait of being honest, ethical, and consistent the trait of being honest ethical and consistent in your actions and and what i'm saying is this that when you have when you are honest and you have ethics you must be consistent with those values it doesn't matter where you are at whether they place you in in in, in the state house whether they place you with children, uh, whether they place you in the Sunday school, wherever you are, honest and ethical traits, you must be consistent in them, okay? And at some time in the class, in one of the sessions, we will be looking at ethical leadership. And we will see now what ethics means. And we'll go deeper into integrity. So this is one's actions. And you have to have values and be consistent with them. So leaders 
with integrity are trusted by their followers because of several things okay they are transparent they are reliable and they have a strong moral compass they are transparent they are reliable and they have a strong moral compass okay integrity covers every area of life transparency reliability strong moral compass so if you are if you are in an organization you are leading an organization you are leading uh, a place you are leading a school uh, in ag whatever it is that you're doing you must be transparent then you must be reliable in other words people must see that this leader is a reliable leader i can count on them and then you must have strong moral compass integrity is where we can be counted on uh, integrity means uh, you have you uphold high ethical standards you maintain your promises and you act in the best interest of the team or the organization or in this case the nation you know you maintain uh, you uphold a high ethical standards or maintain uh, then maintain your promises in other words when you say i'll be there be there when you say i will do it do it when you set timelines and you say i'm going to do it by this time then do it by that time and so begin to put the team ahead of you and then number 4 is determination and resilience determination and resilience is the next trait determination and resilience As a leader in this life you will always face challenges that is a guarantee there will be no easy leadership there will be no easy road for you everyone else may have an easy road but you will never have an easy road you'll always find obstacles and bumps and challenges in fact as a leader you will be more criticized than praised so it is very important to learn how to live with criticism because it will come to you more times than praise will come if you find yourself in leadership and all you desire is people to love you and to praise you you must reevaluate what you're doing if people are not talking about you as a leader it means you are not there's something you're not doing that you're supposed to be doing if people are not either complaining or commenting saying you have done a good job then it means you are relaxing as a leader make people talk about you whether they talk about you in time uh, in form of criticism or in forms of praise become that leader who is not afraid to face anything head on and that's one of the things i really admire with politicians they really don't care what people say they really don't think twice when they put their mind onto something they go for it and when you interact with them you will realize that most of them need an increase in intelligence but they have a huge huge confidence they are so confident you would mistake them for intelligence and so they have that they have determination and resilience 
So these are the two traits that will enable you to persevere and overcome challenges. Okay? Uh, uh, this kind of leadership, when you, are in a, when you are a leader, you must possess a strong drive to achieve goals. Um, don't just set goals, but you must possess a strong drive. Let your goals consume you. Let your goals become your life. And let that life become your goals. But whatever you want to do, you do it. And I can recommend to you a book that is called Shoe Dog. It's written by the founder of Nike. If you love, uh, if you watch marathons and, and, and you know, this athletics. And this guy wrote this book called Shoe Dog. And in it you can see how uh, he had a desire, a strong drive to achieve his dream to equip people with the right running shoes. So effective leaders, uh, po uh, effective leaders possess a strong drive to achieve goals. This is also uh, the other thing that you have to get under uh, determination and resilience is the ability to bounce back from setbacks. Because my friend, you will face more setbacks in this life than anyone else. You will face more setback, uh, more setbacks than every person you are leading. Sometimes you will have to cry uh, uh, when, you are, when you go uh, to your bed. Sometimes you have to get a room to cry because you don't want to cry in front of your people. Okay? So, effective leadership. You want to be an effective leader, you've got to have the ability to bounce back. And you can check the story of Tiger Woods. And I think, I don't know whether you saw it, but the way he was accused of multiple affairs. I think he was having affairs with over 11 women. Uh, he's, he's won so many, uh, you know, he's one of the best, the top, top guy in, in golf. And then he was accused of all these multiple affairs. And his career was almost, uh, you know, it died, literally. I think it died. And so, eventually, uh, Tiger Woods bounced back from setbacks to win the Grandmaster again. And that was a very, very inspiring story. So, have developed the ability, develop a tough skin to bounce back. You must have persistence. Uh, you must have grit. Okay? You must have a positive attitude in the face of adversity. This is determination and resilience. For you to become the kind of leader you want to become, you must have persistence. You must have grit. And you can also read that book called Grit. I've forgotten the author, but it's a very powerful book, Grit. And you must also uh, possess a positive attitude in the face of adversity. Uh, a positive attitude in the face of adversity. Napoleon Hill, the author of Think and Grow Rich, says that in every seed of adversity, there is a, uh, 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 in, every, uh, in every adversity, there is a seed of equivalent advantage. In every adversity, every challenge that you face comes with a seed for you to rise from that seed and become the greatest person. In fact, when you are being tormented and, and accused and criticized as a leader, that is the opportunity to rise up and bounce back. Every adversity brings with it a seed of equivalent advantage. If you move 
in your leadership with that mindset that there is positivity that life can change that you can do you better in your team then you will begin to do better because in this life friends you receive what you believe you can receive you receive what you think about most of the times if you're a leader and you're constantly thinking about failure you will receive failure so adversity determination and resilience the next quality or the next trait is sociability and charisma people buy into you before they buy into your vision please understand that before i trust anything you tell me i have to first trust you before i buy into your vision i have to buy into you this is what we call the likability are you likable or are you a person who uh, that people look at and they wonder uh, you know where you landed from you must develop that social aspect to do that let me recommend another book and and you know sorry i'm recommending too many books but you guys will will you know your readers uh, i believe maybe you have read this book it's called how to win friends and influence people but by dale carnegie he's a, a you know it's one of the best books that i've read in my leadership journey and i keep rereading it i read it then i reread it again because it keeps you uh we in that space of socializing that space of developing uh, uh charisma okay so this is these are some of the things that you have to read and also another one by john maxwell uh, almost the same is called be a people person be a people person if you want to lead effectively you must love people you cannot lead and avoid people if you avoid people they will know they will see you are avoiding them and then they will call you as knob so uh, get these books sociability this is the interpersonal trait that contributes uh, to leadership so now when you're talking about sociability and charisma we are talking about the interpersonal things uh, you know interpersonal skills become a leader who is sociable become a leader who is approachable create a positive and supportive work environment become approachable let people feel that they can come to you and if they don't come to you go to where they are meet them remember that one of the leadership responsibilities that we have is that it is your responsibility as a leader to build relationships it is your responsibility as a leader to follow up on people it is your responsibility as a leader to know how people are doing don't just sit back and say oh if they are doing okay they will tell me if they are not doing okay they will they will tell me that is not their responsibility your responsibility is to grow your skill to build relationships to so that you're able to communicate effectively uh, in, uh, and even as you communicate effectively have the ability to inspire others remember it is very difficult to communicate or to inspire people that you have not built a relationship with so have that magnetic presence that can motivate and influence others have the charm or that compelling communication style that can bring people to you